How do I overcome my challenge with masturbation? Over my number of years dealing with uh, people who have come forward and dealt, asked their questions regarding their struggle with masturbation, it has uh, led me to become very aware of one of the major areas in our Jewish uh, system that is overlooked or perhaps um, neglected. And that is this topic about the prohibition of masturbation known as Zerah Levatola, Chatus Nu'urim, and the like. Um, and for whatever reason it is, people are afraid, people are scared, educators, teachers, mashpiim, to discuss this very, very important topic. Um, it's interesting to note that Reb Tzadik HaKoyim from Lublin wrote many, many sforim. Two of his sforim he dedicated specifically to this topic, Sitkas HaTzadik and Takonas HaShovim. Within that, those sforim, he highlights the major struggle that human beings deal, have to deal when it comes with masturbation. Um, and he actually says something quite fascinating. He actually brings out the point that we don't find any explicit prohibition in the Torah to, uh, for Hashchos Hazara. It is something that we derive from the story of um, Aaron Oinon, but nothing explicit. And yet when you look in the Rishonim, it seems to be one of the greatest sins, if not one of the greatest. There is some statement in the Zohar that seems to indicate that there is no tshuva that could be um, for this type of Avera. And he presents a very, very fascinating argument. He says, the reason why it's not explicitly mentioned in the Torah is because we have a principle in Halacha which says that that if you have a certain decree that most people cannot abide by, then halachically that decree cannot be decreed. And therefore he says, masturbation, whether it's with one physically putting his hand to his particular part of his body, or whatever, it, uh, however it presents itself, is something which is extremely, extremely um, hard for a person to control, and therefore the Torah didn't, didn't prohibit it explicitly. I think what, that is a very, very essential point to begin with, and that is the realization that we're dealing with natural human behavior. Human beings, through, as they grow to puberty and their hormones begin to develop, they automatically become aware of this issue. Aware, I mean, it's something that triggers within them a feeling of wanting to release and act out sexually. And as the, as the teenager develops, most of them are totally unaware of exactly what's going on, which creates a lot of confusion, a lot of shame, a lot of self-doubt. It's a taboo topic, so they're afraid to bring it up to the educators, to their mashpiyim, as we mentioned before. And as a result of that, the individual lives with this guilt and shame, which usually develops into a very, very deep state of despondency, apathy, even anxiety, sometimes depression, because the person feels like there's no way to discuss a very, very essential issue, something that they feel very uncomfortable about, but yet something which is very normal and something which is uh, uh, almost to say, as Rabbi Nutzadik says, a that people cannot control. 
So I want to present perhaps a number of tips or a number of ideas that one could focus on to uh, perhaps enable a person to empower a person to be able to help them along with the struggle. First and foremost is openness. As we mentioned, this is a topic that's not spoken about and I think wrongly has been neglected by the leaders, by the educators, by the system, and takes away a lot from the development and the growth of the individual, whether it is a teenager, whether it's already an adult moving on to marriage, or even someone who's already married. This topic is not discussed, and therefore the person is closed. And we know when you suppress certain feelings, thoughts, etc., it just festers and creates further stress and further anxiety and more negativity. So the biggest thing, and first and foremost, is the sense of openness that one has to have. Another major problem is that in today's day, the availability out there online, pornography, YouTube, the availability is so great, it's almost impossible for a person who has a need, perhaps, by some this is even a need, to masturbate, they become so over-obsessive about the need. Some people can't fall asleep at night, etc., because they can't, they need that, that uh, stimulant to help them fall asleep. And right away they go to the YouTube, they watch pornography, and all of these things just continues building and creates this vicious cycle that is uh, ultimately an, ending, an unending cycle of watching, acting out, etc. So the second biggest tip is obviously avoiding those things which are going to cause this particular thought or this particular uh, trigger. Another point is the general attitude one has during the day. I've come to realize that when a person has a general feeling of positivity, where they feel that they've been productive throughout the day, where they have certain hobbies, learning, learning um, topics, things that they feel like they're doing that is meaningful, and they therefore generates a certain sense of overall positivity, then they don't really need to masturbate as much. The masturbation is sometimes just a uh, replacement for the lack of pleasure and the lack of positivity throughout the day. So if a person could create throughout their day a more productive day, a more positive day, um, which automatically stimulates a greater sense of self-confidence, which is another factor in this case, where a person feels where they're lacking in their self-confidence and that itself perpetuates the need for masturbation as it creates a certain sense of pleasure, which doesn't necessarily build confidence, but at least makes you feel good about yourself for the five seconds that it makes you feel good. Which leads to the next tip, which is the realization of how you feel afterwards. If one, want, if one wants to give themselves a good sense of whether something is good for them or not, well, test how you feel two minutes, five minutes, an hour after you finished. Do you feel good about it? Do you feel happy? Or does it make you feel worse? Does it make you feel guilty? Does it make you feel ashamed? These are just some of the basic t tips, I think, that one could take when it comes to overcoming their challenge with masturbation. I do want to point out something that Dr. Rebbe writes in Tanya, which is the idea that every time a person refrains from doing something that they're not supposed to, in the language of the Alter Rebbe is, every moment 
that a person is up for a challenge and pushes away the temptation, they're creating a tremendous, tremendous euphoric um, element of light that is being produced on the spiritual realms, which impacts the person, the individual, maybe a little bit subconsciously, but it impacts the person to help the person to overcome the challenge for the future. So in short, this topic needs to be discussed. I encourage everybody who deals, who, has, who, has, who struggles with this issue to find someone that they can talk to about it, open up about it, allow there to be a discussion in this particular field, and really take, take stock of what does it mean to the person that they have a challenge that is really very, very difficult for the average person to overcome, but yet when you do overcome the challenge, you actually feel physically better, mentally better. I've seen countless students who, when they've gone sober for a number of days even, they've already seen tremendous change in their productivity, their mental state, their state of uh, happiness, the psychological state, etc. And that's what I think is the most important aspect here, is to get yourself into a better place, into a better state of mind, is, uh, is, is the number one factor in this whole thing. And therefore, openness, positivity, stop watching YouTube and pornography, will all get you to a better, happier place. Mm -hmm.